0: Good evening and welcome to Ball Down South Sports Wave. Tonight we're gonna do our game day pick'em show for week five. And I have John Hammonds and Drink Local Be him John Roberts with me tonight, both. Um we have we're gonna do kind of a round table and do our pick'ems. Hey guys.
1: How you doing, man?
0: What's up? Y'all ready to try to try to pick these winners this week?
1: Tell you, man, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy to me. You know, it's, it's already week five. Like I said that last week with week four, but it's, it's going by pretty fast.
0: It really is. Um, you know, next week or the week after counting buys will be the halfway point. So yeah. we're getting, we're getting into the meat of the schedule now, Roberts, right?
2: Indeed we are about to get into moving month, the month of October.
0: Right. All right. So do a little, uh, recon here. So, um, we're doing a runyourpool.com thing and John is Hammonds is actually kicking my tail in it. But part of the reason is because I forgot to put in one of the weeks, but he's, he's really, uh, got a pretty good lead on me he's got 36 points to my 23 so uh speaking of that me and you both need to put in for this week i think yeah i know uh, i was getting ready to have to say something about it yeah I, we both need to do that before saturday so um just just so we have a little um fun with that and then we have one that we do with the fans and i think we both need to put in for that one too. Um, But uh, it is trying to get it to come up. Hang on a minute. I think Big Blue Ron is leading, is still leading in this one. John, I think you're either second or third. You're second. Big Blue Ron is, uh, has 19 points. I am tied for fourth with 12. Uh, John, you're second and get yourself tailored. Number two is third with 14. So that's the leaderboard on those games. We're only doing six games a week. Uh, and the one me and John are doing, we're doing 13. So, um, uh, we're bringing in Drink Local Beham this week. So we'll kind of add him to our pickums here and, uh, We'll we'll update the numbers next week on that. So we'll start out with our first game tonight. We're going to talk about Michigan at Iowa. Uh, on Tuesday, the spread was 10.5 for Michigan at Iowa in this game. Ammons, what do you think about this game? Are you there? Well, there
1: we go. I was trying to get off mute. Well, you know, I think it's kind of disrespectful, you know, Iowa being, I think, what was it, 10 and a half points, um, at Iowa, you know, cause considering, you know, Iowa is pretty good at home considering what they, what they got on offense and whatnot. But I think Michigan, to be honest with you, I think Michigan wins this game, but I don't think it's going to be. A blowout by, by any stretch. Um, I think I will stay in the game. You know, their defense will hang tough in this game. I will. They always have a pretty good defense. Um, and I think they've had like three takeaways in the last three games, maybe six, maybe I can't remember, but you know, Michigan's got the better offense in this game. And I think I'm going to go. I think Michigan wins and I think they cover. Um, I just don't see Iowa generating a lot of offense to 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 be able to beat Michigan and what they bring to the table.
0: All right, drink. What do you think?
2: Well, I think uh, the uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes at home are just a very hard team to beat. I think that the defense that they put out on a weekend week uh week out basis will um will will knock this game down to being a very low scoring game in fact we might be inside of a number that baseball scores you could consider it a baseball score but i think michigan ultimately wins the game but i don't think they cover so i'm going iowa inside the number
0: okay so I'm going to give you a little bit. So the last five home games that Iowa has had with the top five, they've won four out of five.
2: Well, that's, that still proves good for me. I just said that Iowa yeah. would win. But, yeah. But the well, issue you would have it, but I have it the wrong way as far as – But the issue right.
1: you Iowa can't move the football either, though. That's
0: the no, problem. i mean you know I, I'm I'm just throwing out some numbers. So Iowa at home against top five teams has done some really good stuff the last five times that they've had games. Like I said, they've won four out of five. Now this year they're struggling on offense, but last week they scored two defensive touchdowns. So I was
2: about to say that's going to be the way that they uh, that they if they're going to beat Michigan, they've got to score uh defensively or they've got to set it up to where the offense starts with the ball either at or near the ten yard line.
0: I'm you know, I'm probably gonna be where um where you are drink on this one, I'm probably gonna say Michigan wins, but they don't cover the ten and a half. That's probably where I'm gonna go with this as well. Um but I just wanted to throw that out there. Iowa has one of the best defense in the country so um, I, I don't think Michigan's going to be able to run away with this game. All right. So our next game we're going to talk about is the UK at Ole Miss game and Ole Miss is favored in this game by six and a half at home. So John Hammonds, we'll go with you and what say you on this game?
1: Uh, I like the fact that, you know, Kentucky's getting back Chris Rodriguez this week. You know, they they gotta improve their offensive line play, um, especially this week because you're not going up against the cupcakes in Northern Illinois and uh of Ohio that you're playing early in the season. But, you know, I don't know how to pick this game, you know. I wanna I wanna bring out my homerism for Kentucky. And then there's another part of me that says, Oh miss wins. Um I'm just going to say that Ole Miss, um, covers and I'm not really sure what, how this is going to end up, to be honest, because you just don't really know how good these teams really are until they step out on the field. Um, I think they're, they're even in playing talent. I I believe both of them are, are equal talent wise. Um, I just think at times Kentucky has the better, defense than Ole Miss does. Um, But I think Ole Miss has the better offense. So it's going to be a chess match to who can stop who. And I believe Kentucky wins this game, but I'm still not going to go that route because I feel like that this is a toss-up. This is one of those picking games where you just don't know which one to choose. So I'm going to say, you know, Ole Miss um, covers it. Covers the points, um, win or lose.
0: All right. John Roberts, how about you?
2: I think uh, that in this game, we will see some offense. I think that the Ole Miss defense will actually be something that wins the game for them I do believe that they cover this will be more than six and a half so they will score they will they will win by more than a touchdown um uh, and uh I just I think that the Ole Miss offense will just outduel the Kentucky offense and I just I think that Ole Miss's defense is slightly better on this one and it's weird to say I just think that that's how it's going to work
0: well, so, you know, in this game for me, um, you know, I've been I've been studying this game just a little bit. So, Ole Miss's defense has struggled some with the run game. Kentucky has struggled in the run game, but they haven't had their running back and Chris Rodriguez is coming back this week. So, you know, it's going to I think that alone is going to be a chess match um inside of this game. You know, does Chris Rodriguez come back in Kentucky's line, open up some holes, and does he get, you know, a hundred yards and a score? You know, if that happens, I think that'll open things up for UK's, um pass, p- passing with Levis and company. Um if Ole Miss can keep the run game down, then I, I think the advantage is definitely gonna be for Ole Miss this week. And I believe that's kind of the chess mass match. You know, last week they gave up 260 yards of rushing to Tulsa. And, you know, that's a whole lot of yardage to give up to, you know, a Tulsa team. I mean, I know that they may have some good backs. I'm not saying that. But, um, you know, I've been... Really high. I've, I've said some stuff on, even on these shows earlier in the year that I think Kentucky is going to make some noise and at least get to the Georgia game with a chance. Um, I never said they're going to beat Georgia by any chance, by any means, but I said they're at least going to get to, um, you know, get to that game. This game is one of the games that I think is a possibility. Um, that um, you know we could slip up and lose, and I'm gonna say weak, because I am a homer when it comes to UK. So, um, but I, you know, there's a streak. I'm, I'm gonna throw one more stat out. There's a streak that I want to throw this out. Mark Stoops is 0 and 10 against SEC West teams on the road. I think it's about time that that streak ends. I'm going to pick UK in this game, um and we'll see what happens. But, you know, I, I just don't see as as much as Stoops has done and the good that he's done turning UK around as a program, that's one streak that's got an end. So uh, I'm going to go with that on Saturday, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> Alright, so our next game we're going to talk about is Wake Forest at Florida State. Florida State is a six and a half point favorite as well. Hammonds how do you how do you think this game's gonna go?
1: I really believe this is gonna be another shootout like we had in Winston Salem last week. Um, you know, the Seminoles lead the ACC in rushing. Um they're good at controlling the football and the tempo. Um and, and they'll have time of possession, I think. The biggest difference in this game is going to come down to Florida State's running backs. Um, they got the, they got the bruisers. Um, you know, the thing about Travis, he's not the flashiest quarterbacks. Um, but he's a veteran. He, he knows how to make plays. He can make explosive downfield plays. You know, when they're four and oh, um, and they, I think they had 300 yards last week over Boston College. This, this kind of game will tell me where FSU is as a team. Um, if they win this game, there, there's a good possibility that they're going to go to a bowl. Um, and they're probably still going to go to a bowl. Um, but Florida State hasn't seen a quarterback like Hartman either. So, um, this is one of those games that could come down to the very last drive. So I'm going to, I'm going to take, um, I'm going to take Florida State, but they, but they don't cover. Um, it's going to be a five point win. Um, I think it's going to be a shootout. I believe it's going to be in the 40s somewhere. Um, but I just don't see Wake Forest, um, going to Dope Campbell and win this football game.
0: All right. Drink local Beham. What do you got on this one?
2: All right, so I was kind of flipping back and forth on this um because you did mention, you know, the running backs for Florida State, and you know, watching the game with the uh, the Wake Forest and Clemson game, you know, you got to kind of figure out, like, you know, how much did that game take out of Wake Forest, right? Because they went toe to toe with Clemson and still, at the end of the game, still couldn't just shut it out you know finish the deal and doing it at home and now they're going to go on the road and try to go with another you know go up against another offense that's been pretty good um you talked about the the running backs with uh with florida state and if florida state just controls the time of possession there's two it's a double-edged sword with that because one they could control the ball but if they don't put it in the end zone wake forest is a very much a quick strike team or a team that can just get it down the field very quickly um florida state i think will ultimately be able to score points and put it outside of the six and a half uh six and a half point difference that they uh that they are favored so i think that it's florida state and they cover
0: all right well on on this game, I mean, if you go by how the season has went the last four weeks, you know and it's a home game, I think Florida State is probably the better team um if you unless you just look at last week with Wake Forest um, you know, so but I've been pretty high on Wake Forest, and then. Hartman, you know, had some issue health issues and missed a couple of games and just coming back, I think he's played two weeks now. You know, so I'm going to go with FSU and take the points in this game and, uh, and and see how that goes. I think that's who will win since it's at home. And our next game that we're going to talk about, we're going to go to the Big 12. Um, it's Oklahoma State at Baylor. And Baylor is a two and a half point favorite at home. How do you feel about this one, John? Ammons, (laughs) Ammons, are you there? I'm on mute again. (laughs) There
2: we go.
1: I keep hitting mute. I keep shoo. But anyways, like I said, Oklahoma state, um, they're going to get some drives together. Um, you know, they're, they got a good quarterback in Spencer Sanders. Um, and I think the Baylor defense will win this game for them. Um, you know, plus at home, McLean stadium is a, is a tough place to play in Waco. Um, you know, they're proud to be into it. You know and, and the biggest thing for Baylor is they've been really good in the red zone um holding firm not letting their opponents score a lot and letting the game get out of two out of hand um, you've seen that last week with Iowa State so um I don't think Baylor covers um but I do believe Baylor wins this football game I think it will come down to the the last probably two minutes um this is a really good football team in Oklahoma State but as you've noticed the last couple of weeks, um, Oklahoma State's had some issues with their defense. And, you know, Baylor can move the football. Um, you know, they, they got a really good quarterback, good run game. So I think this game will come down to who makes the plays on defense. And I believe that Baylor will, will be victorious in that regard.
0: All right, John Roberts.
2: I agree. I think Baylor wins, but I think Baylor actually covers as well. This is just going to be a short answer. Sorry. All right,
0: man. I mean, so y'all ain't really giving Oklahoma State any shot in this game?
2: No, they have a shot. They're just not going to win, and they're not going to do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know – The, my, my thing with this game is Baylor has a better defense than Oklahoma State, and, and I think that's what's going to be the difference in this game probably. So I'm going to be right there with you guys, and I'm going to take Baylor and take the two-and-a-half points. We're going to stay in the Big 12 in this game, and this is one that two or three weeks ago we probably wouldn't have talked about. It's Iowa State at Kansas. And Iowa State is a two and a half point favorite at Kansas Hammonds. How are you going to go with this game?
1: Well, I went back and forth all week with this game. um you know they haven't fa- Kansas hasn't faced a really good run defense yet. And Iowa State is seventh in the nation against the run, allowing just 2.7 yards per carry. And they're not, and they're not getting hit with any big plays either. Um, but Kansas can do more than just run though. They got a good quarterback in Jalen Daniels. He's, he's limited his mistakes so far this year. Um, he's moved the ball really well, but I just think defense is going to win this football game. And Iowa State's going to bring it. I think they're going to try to slow down, um, Kansas's offense. Um, Daniels will throw for over 200 yards. That, that's a promise. Um, they'll, they'll do what they have to do throwing the ball, but Iowa State is one of those teams that likes to grind it out. And I think Iowa State wins this game. Um, I think they win by four and I think they cover this game. Um, I think Iowa State covers the spread. Um, I just don't think Kansas is good enough to go into um, a place like – Oh, wait no, a second. No. Take, take, take
2: that this, back. Take that Zach yeah, Kansas. Zach Kansas, that's
1: my fault. I was up yeah. for another game. That was my fault. Um, I just don't think Kansas is good enough to win this football game. Um, yet, you know, Iowa State is is a little bit better defensively. And this is a move up into the, uh, big 12. Um, that's not knocking Kansas at all. It's just that they're, they're getting into that meat of the schedule where they're, they're having to play harder teams. You know, they're not playing the teams that, you know, that you consider a win and they're having to hit the meat of the schedule. And I think this is where they dropped their first loss, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout by, by any stretch. It's going to be close. So I got. Iowa State covering this football game. And to the Kansas fans out there, I love what y'all are doing to keep it up. But I think the run ends this
0: weekend. All right. Drink, what do you say?
2: Well, I think that because this game is at home, um, I think that's going to have a lot to do with this. Uh, my answer is going to be because it is at home for Kansas and I think that the crowd will be into it. I think that everybody is excited in Kansas. And if this were at Iowa State, I would think that the defensive little slogfest that they would try to do would be the thing that would win the game for them. But but I think because it is at home, I think that uh, I think Kansas is going to pull it out and I think they're going to cover.
0: All right. You know, I just believe that Iowa State's probably a better team. And I don't, you know, I mean, I like what Kansas has done. And I think that they are much improved and very close to being on a level where they can win some of these games like a Kansas State or Iowa State. And and maybe they do pull it out this week. But I'm going to go with Iowa State to cover in this game. And we'll go from there and, and move on to the SEC and one of the big games with the SEC this week. Uh, we've got Alabama at Arkansas, and the number on this one is sixteen and a half for Alabama.
1: That's that's too high, I think.
0: I, you know, so we'll we'll start with you, John, and and we'll see. But the number on it's sixteen and a half. You know, I'm gonna say this. I don't think this game's
1: going to be a blowout. Um I think, you know, the way Arkansas lost last week, you know, they feel like coming back home that they got an opportunity to, to beat a really good Alabama team. And there's always that part of you that wants to say, Alabama's going to come in here and they're going to just roll Arkansas. And I just don't think that's what's going to happen because, you know, you watch it last year. Arkansas almost upset Alabama last year in Tuscaloosa. So this is a big opportunity for both teams. Um I'll just be honest. If I if Alabama loses this game, this is one of those games where Arkansas fans are going to be saying, "You know what? Let's forget about Texas A&M. We we just beat Alabama." So, but at the end of the day, I just think Alabama has too many weapons offensively. You know, they got the quarterback and Bryce Young, um and Alabama and Arkansas just doesn't have the secondary to keep up in this game. they've I think they lost another one this week to a season ender, um, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, they got Jalen Catalan, he's out. Um, you know, they do got Miles Schlusser, but there's a lot of mix and pieces in that secondary that it's struggling right now. And do I think it's gonna be close? Yeah. I think it's gonna be thirty five. Thirty-one. Alabama might even get up two touchdowns, and Arkansas is going to come back. But I don't think it's going to be a sixteen-point spread. Well, sixteen-point win for Alabama, like everybody thinks it's going to be. Um, You know, they're going to they'll, they'll survive in advance, and they'll win this football game. But it's not going to be easy. And Arkansas is going to earn Alabama's respect after this game because Arkansas is going to play hard. All right. So I got Alabama, I say three, four points. I don't think Alabama covers.
0: All right. John Roberts?
2: John, that was great. (laughs) We've had a lot that we have agreed on, but this ain't one of them. Alabama's going to go into Arkansas. Arkansas's got Several DBs that are down, and Bryce Young is going to have a field day picking that defense apart. He's going to go in there. They're also going to, once they start spreading that defense out, then they're going to start running it with Gibbs. And it's going to be, I almost want to say it's a bloodbath. This is one of the few times because normally the Arkansas game is close. There are several times in the history of this Alabama and Arkansas where it has been very close on bad Arkansas years and really good Alabama years, but that ain't this year. It's going to be something in the neighborhood of like, I don't know, 45 to like 13. It's it's, it's done. Wow. Arkansas loses and Bama covers. So Bam, all right now, on.
0: so i'm I'm going to have to be honest with you. I kind of like this <laughs> Arkansas team,
2: and oh no, the Arkansas team's good, but it's just this year that I think that game, I think that turnover in the end zone against a and m deflated them, and while they'll have the crowd on their side when they come in here, I think Bryce Young puts it away early. Takes the crowd out of the game and they're done. That's See,
0: what. I'm just not sold on Alabama's wide receivers and stuff yet. I mean, Bryce Young is great, but he's throwing to a bunch of new guys. And, you know, I know that Arkansas's got some DBs down. Um, but minus that, they have a pretty good defense. Um, and I, you know, I, I just think the 16 and a half is high. I'm not saying Alabama's not going to win. I'm going to be on the Alabama wins wagon. I just think the 16 and a half is high. I think Arkansas plays better than that at home. And I'm going to give Bama like a 10, 13-point win is what I'm going to do.
2: And the and the thing about this one, too, is remember what I said two days ago about about Bryce Young and those receivers. I said – They're starting to get familiar with each other. Well, I mean, and this may be a
0: game, this may be a game that we see that, you know, they've connected, you know, and it might be.
2: Well, I think that, I think it was the Vanderbilt game that they connected. I think now they're going to go showcase it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Because now they don't have, again, if, if Arkansas was fully healthy with the defense, I think that's why uh, I would, I would put that, I would, I would put it maybe a lot closer, but they're not. And I think Alabama picks it apart. Well, now, this next
0: game, this, this next game we're talking about is staying in the. We're going to stay in the SEC for a couple of games more, but you know, this one, A&M is at Mississippi State. Yeah. And Mississippi State is a three and a half point favorite at home, and that this, just seems like a weird spread to me. So. Well. About, this is
1: one of those underrated games of the week, Um, maybe in the SEC. You know, two of the best pass defenses in the country going at each other um, against one of the best offenses in the country in Mississippi State against one of the worst offenses in the SEC in Texas A&M. Um, <laughs> so I don't know how to depict this game. I, I'm still, I got, I, I changed my mind about this. Um, Brad got me last week. I, I, I ain't convinced Texas A&M's offense is that good. They're not. Uh, and the crowd in Starkville is going to make a difference in this game. Um, I think this line could move a little bit by, by game time, by kickoff. Um, I'm not sold on Texas A&M still. Um, I was early, but last week I felt like, you know, Arkansas gave them that game and they really didn't win it. And I know that sounds bad to say, but Arkansas had so many chances to win that game and didn't, and, and had so many opportunities and blew it. I just don't think, you know, in this game, it's a road game. Stark was a hard place to play. It's not the biggest, not the biggest stadium, but they make a difference. The Cowbells. Mike Leach's offense, Mississippi State gets it done this weekend. Um, I like Mississippi State to cover this game. And a big big win for Mike Leach after losing to LSU a couple weeks ago. It would be. It would, yeah.
0: Yeah. Drink, what do you say?
2: I agree. (laughs) This one is you say the two best pass defenses. You got one really good passing offense, and you said one of the worst defenses or one of the worst offenses in the SEC, right?
0: That's what he said.
2: Right? Yeah. The worst. Let's just – you don't have to say well, it of. enough. It is the worst offense. Yeah, it's pretty bad, SEC. yeah. It, it is. It ranks 14 out of 14. It is. It is the worst offense. Some might call it Auburn, but it's not Auburn. It's actually A and M. I was very shocked when I looked at that. And uh yeah, it is it is the worst offense and uh, I mean that's pretty Auburn bad. You got Auburn, you go. got
0: you got Vandy, you got you got Missouri. I mean, you know, none of them teams have great offenses.
2: Correct. And A and M couldn't couldn't be ahead of them. <laughs> So no, it, it will be, it will be a bloodbath, Mississippi State.
0: All right, so State, cover. Hammonds knows that I've been really, really off and not. not I mean, on A and M, I've actually bet against them two or three times, and they've. I went with them when Appalachian State beat them at home. And they've really kind of made me mad, A&M has, <laughs> to be honest with you. And, you know, like everything inside of you, A&M's the ranked team. Mississippi State is not. Um, A&M has probably way more four- and five-star players than Mississippi State does. But I don't think any of that's going to matter. Um Starkville is a tough place to play. Mike Leach does have a, a good offense. He's got a really good quarterback, spreads it around, and, you know, they throw the ball, whatever, 40, 50 times a game. And, you know, even though my there's a part of me that says not to, I'm going to go with Mississippi State in this game. And, and the reason why part of me says not to is because of the LSU game a couple of weeks ago. Um, You know, Mississippi State started out well, had a lead, looked good, and then fell apart in that game and lost 31-16. to And if Mississippi State hadn't have done that, I wouldn't be just a little bit cautious with them in this game. But I still think Mississippi State wins this at home and covers the three-and-a-half, and we'll see if the LSU game was any kind of telltale against them or not. So we're going to stay in the, in the SEC, and LSU is going to Auburn. This is one of the, you know, traditionally big games in the SEC, and it's at Auburn, and LSU is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. So that tells you a lot in this game. Ammons, how are you picking this game?
1: Well, Auburn's offensive line has been absolutely dreadful. Um, regardless of what quarterback they've had under center, you know, they're on their, and the, and now they're on their third third string center against one of the best fronts in the country in LSU's front court. Um, you know, they're, they rank 13th in the SEC in third down conversions. Um, my biggest thing, if Auburn can't block and move the ball Saturday, this could get ugly. Um, you know Harson. You know he 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 could have lost his job last week losing to Missouri. Um, I think a lot of this has took a toll on some of the players too in the season. You know I just think you know if Auburn comes out flat, I just don't see how they can manage to beat LSU. You know like they do. And last week I'll even say this. You know Tank Biggs being them, the offense they they they. They had a great game plan the first quarter, and then they just quit going to tank Beeksby. I don't know what happened. He just never he, ate, I feel like Harson never, um, he never adjusted to what Missouri was doing, and it just it seemed like it was just out of out of sorts. Um, LSU covers this game, and I wouldn't be shocked if LSU won this by more than twenty points. I mean, even, even it being at Jordan Hare right now, Auburn is just, they're spiraling out of control. You know, coaches, you know, they're, they can't make adjustments right. And I don't, and the biggest thing is I don't trust this Auburn's, Auburn's offense. Um, and LSU is fast and physical on defense. Um, I, we seen that last week or the, two weeks ago with Mississippi State and I just don't trust Harson to make adjustments in a big game like this. If you can't make adjustments against Missouri, how are you going to make adjustments against
0: LSU? All right. So the Auburn guy here, what say you, Uh, John Roberts?
2: This is what I'm going to say. That offensive line is a turnstile. Uh, The quarterback will be running for his life. Running back won't be able to get to the line of scrimmage with the ball. Uh, The only way the running back gets past the line of scrimmage with the ball is if they throw it to him out on the flat. And that's even not a given. Um, The defense will hang in there for a while, but I don't think they're going to have the ability to count for um for the quarterback's legs. So I'm going thirty four to oof it's gonna probably be ten. Thirty four ten. LSU. Okay, so it's and and historically historically in her hair It's not a blowout in LSU's favor. If there's a blowout, it tends to be in Auburn's favor, or it tends to be a very, very close game, and usually a very low-scoring game, even when LSU had the offense that they had with Joe Burrow. I think it was 23-20 to in that one. That was their lowest offensive output. Against Auburn uh, was against Auburn in that year in 2019 when uh, LSU won the national championship with the the great offense that they had. They put out the lowest output against Auburn, but that's not the same Auburn defense. And that Auburn defense will be on the game uh, will be on the field the entire game and uh, i think that it's going to be it, it, they're just going to wear out and what we may end up seeing is the reason why it's a blowout is because the defense for lsu will will have points they will score points um pick six uh fumble in the backfield that gets that gets recovered you know something deep in their in auburn's territory but that's where the blowout occurs is because there will be at least one defensive score or one that's so set up for a touchdown on a, on a turnover. And, uh, just, just think about it. Auburn has only turned the ball over. They've only turned other teams over one time and they have turned it over themselves eight in this, this season. And that's with, Whatever quarterback they put out there. So, I mean, you put Holden Guerin out there and that is going to be deer in the headlights and he's going to not know where to go with it. He could be the greatest guy out there. That, that, that offensive line can't block. They can't. And you could get, you know, again, Ashford, great as he is with his legs, you know, again, the moment that he makes a mistake, he's done. So as soon as he makes a mistake somewhere in the game, and he will, and that that offense will be done once that happens. So it's a blowout, 34-10 LSU. All right,
0: so I'm going to keep this pretty short, but I will say add one thing to this. I've I've heard some reports that Harrison's gone already before this game is ever played. Greg McElroy? He tweeted it yesterday. That was it
2: Greg? That, I mean, it was a different Alabama quarterback that said something.
0: I think it was Greg, Greg wasn't it?
2: Greg? No.
0: I'm pretty it was sure it a. was.
2: McCarron.
0: Was it AJ McCarran? Okay. I'm sorry. AJ
2: McCarron said it It was a different Alabama quarterback.
0: Okay. Well, I, I thought I seen it was Greg. I don't know. All right. So it was AJ McCarron. I think it was Greg. But he said he had sources saying that he was already gone before the game. So I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, you know, but anyways, I'm picking LSU. It's eight and a half. I just think that Auburn is a mess. And I just, I think, I mean, I don't really think LSU is, um, LSU of old, but I think they're a good enough team. They're going to go in and cover eight and a half. So, um, Next, we're going to go to the big game in the ACC. NC State is at Clemson. Clemson is a six-and-a-half-point favorite as well. John, this is one of the big games of the week. Um, What do you think on this, Hammonds?
1: Uh, I like Clemson in this game, but, you know, NC State, um, I'm still not sold on them, especially after, you know, the little – almost a mishap against ECU. Um, the big thing here is this is going to be a game in the trenches. You know, Clemson's front four against a really good offensive line in, in NC State. Um I think the Wolfpack are giving up 4.70, 4.75 tackles for loss per game at fourth in the ACC, and they're only giving up, um, they're not giving up a lot of sacks either. They're second the ACC, ACC in that. Um, you know, they got a really good center in Grant Gibson. He was – I think he was named Offensive Lineman of the Week. Um, so this is a really good chance for NC State to get some – gain some really big national attention. Um, if NC State wins this game, um, the winner – well, either Clemson or NC State, the winner gets a nod up in the division race and the other is trying to chase the rest of the year. So, um, I'm going to take Clemson straight up. I think North Carolina state is going to score some points, especially against a, a really rough Clemson secondary. You know, last week, um, Hartman picked them apart. Um, so, but I just think Clemson's will Shipley the running back, I think he'll take over late in the game and he'll be a difference maker um but this game will come down to the final drive though um I don't see um this being a blowout um n c state's a really good defensive team they got a really good offense so um that's where I'm going with this game. I think Clemson wins this game straight up i'm not I'm not picking points or or covering spreads this week with with this game because it's going to be a tight game, tight, hot,
0: contested game. All right. Drink, what do you think?
2: I think Clemson controls this game from start to finish. I think that the – I think that, that, that they, they make whatever adjustments that they had. They had their little hiccups with Hartman, but I don't think that, uh, NC State's going to be able to do anything against them. Um, I'm not calling for just a, you know, any kind of bludgeoning like I did with the Bama game and the Auburn game, but it will be beyond the points. So they will cover. So, but. Uh, I don't think it's close. I don't think you're going to feel like NC State has a chance as far as, like, like it's just going to be controlled by Clemson, and they'll win by two scores.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to be different than you guys. Um I've been kind of high on NC State, and I have said that NC State is going to have a chance to make some noise and possibly win the ACC this year. And if they're going to do that, they got to pull this game out. So, and I, I, you know, last week I watched, that's one of the games that I watched the most early in the day was the Wake Forest and Clemson game. And yes, their offense looks good, but my Lord, last week their, their defense looked terrible. And I know Wake has a, a good offense but so does NC State and I think NC State has a way better defense than Wake Forest does and I just I know it's at home and Clemson doesn't lose very many games at home and I know that this is a uh, a pick that may not come but um I just need to say that I'm going to go with NC State in this game, so and 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 kind of back up what I've been saying for the season. So, all right. Then we have a few more games here that we're going to cover: um, Washington at UCLA in the Pac-12. John, what do you say about that?
1: Huh? This is gonna be a fun game, you know. It this is pac twelve after dark if you're wanting to if you're wanting to really know, you know, this is
0: I'm sorry, did y'all hear that? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, I forgot I had a mic on. <laughs> oh
1: you're good.
0: <laughs> I forgot I had a mic on. Michigan
1: State pretty handily even though Michigan State came back and got in the game. Um but I like this game. And UCLA has yet to truly be tested, I guess you could say. Um, you know, Washington's beat some teams, you know, Colorado, um or no, that's UCLA. They beat Colorado, South Alabama, and Bowling Green. but they're going up against a better team in Washington. And they haven't seen a passing game like Michael Penix Jr. is gonna wanna throw at them. So um I got Washington in this game. And I think Washington wins this game i think I think they cover the spread
0: all right Drink what say you on this game uh
2: so this game is actually tomorrow night, and it's at u c l a
0: right It's at u c l a okay. Washington's a two and a half point favorite I think.
2: Right. And it is tomorrow night. It is Pac 12 after dark, but it's Pac 12 after dark on a Friday night, which weird, weird crap happens on that. So, um, and I would love to pick the weirdness happening and have UCLA pull an upset, but I just can't. I think Washington does it. I think it pretty much panics, and, and the Washington offense are able to. Control everything and and they're able to win the game um and I think they do it you know they cover the two and a half um maybe if it were a little bit bigger, I'd go u c l a with the points but uh, i can't I'm gonna go Washington
0: all right, well, you know in this game, I think Washington has played better. Um, it is at UCLA. I'm going to pick Washington and take the two and a half points as well in this game. Hey,
2: nobody's going to be there at UCLA anyway. I mean, there's like, yeah. they're going to have like 20 people in the stands. Yeah, so they, they've, be, uh, I don't know. They like, won't have to deal with the crowd or anything, so it's okay.
0: <sighs> right. <laughs> you're, you're totally right on that. All right, so Texas Tech is going to Kansas State. Kansas State is a seven and a half point favorite. In this game at home, Hammonds, what do you think about this game?
1: I like Kansas State in this game. You know, they got, they won last week against Oklahoma. Kansas State also has a really good punch in Martinez and Deuce Vaughn. They, I think they lead the Big 12 and 248 yards per game on the ground. And, you know, they had that weird loss in there with Delaney. Um, you know, I just don't think Texas Tech's defense is going to be able to do enough to keep Martinez and Vaughn from, from getting open and going downfield. Now, that's not to say Texas Tech's defense isn't solid, isn't really good, but it had a, it had time with Texas's running back Robinson last week. And this week they get an even better running back in Deuce Vaughn, um, on the field. So I'm going to just say, I think Kansas State wins this game, but I don't think they cover. Um, both defenses are pretty good on third downs, um, but they but the offense struggles on third downs. So I think Kansas State will be able to do a little bit more than what Texas Tech will be able to do. So I'm going to take Kansas State in this one. I think they win by about four or five. And my confidence is pretty high because, you know, after a win like Oklahoma – you can't come out and, and play dead again like you did against Tulane and lose because it just – it knocks the, the wind out of your sails, and it it takes away that Oklahoma win, and it just kind of makes it disappear. So, I think Kansas State wins this game.
0: All right. You're up, John Roberts.
2: So, um, where was? Were- What was the spread on this one?
0: Seven and a half at Kansas State.
2: So both of them had pretty big wins last week. You know, Texas Tech beating Texas. And Texas Tech beating Texas. While the times that they've beaten them have been at home, it's, you know, it's still far and, you know, very few and far between when they've actually beaten Texas. Um, so that was one of those, you know, big, you know, momentum grabs right there. And then of course Kansas State doing the same thing with uh with Oklahoma. Um I just think Kansas State's gonna gonna do it. I think they're gonna win. Uh I'm trying to decide whether they're gonna cover or not, but um yeah, I think they will. I think it'll be like a 10 point game or something like that. So I think they, they cover. And so it's K state and the points. Yep.
0: Yeah. You know, in this game, I, you know, I wasn't really all that high on Texas tech before this season started, but I mean, the last couple of weeks, I mean, they come back on against Texas and was down like almost two scores, I think, and come back and, and beat them and won that game in basically a miracle fashion. Um, and, you know, I've I've watched them a couple of times, and now I'm a little more timid to not, you know, to go against them. Um, but at home, I really feel like Kansas State wins this game in covers, so that's where I'm going to stay with it. But, you know, watching Texas Tech the last couple of weeks um, does make me question that. But that's what I'm going to go with is Kansas State to cover. And the last game we're going to talk about tonight is Oklahoma at TCU. And Oklahoma's coming off that loss to Kansas State. Um, Kansas State played a a heck of a game last week. And to be honest with you, I need to give a shout-out to Adrian Martinez because, I mean, he played a heck of a game last week. And if he plays anything like that, then Texas Tech, they're going to definitely cover that spread. But anyways, um, Oklahoma at TCU, Oklahoma is a six and a half point favorite in this game. And Hammonds, I'm just uh, going to shoot it to you and tell me what you think about this game. Um, You know, TCU has two really good um,
1: combo combinations of quarterbacks and Max Duggan and Chandler Morris. Um, I don't think he'll be starting this week. He got banged up, I think. But you know, they've, they've won some games. They had two, I think, two road wins over Colorado and SMU. Um, and before the season, you probably thought, oh, Colorado and SMU might be hard, but, um, they haven't turned out the way we thought they would. And TCU's pretty much handled them at ease. Um, the passing game has been great. Um, I think they're hitting on 76% of their passes. Um, the defense is pretty solid against the run. Um, they just haven't been able to create turnovers. Um, that's the biggest thing with TCU. Um, I think Oklahoma with, with the rough game they had last week against K state, they're still really good at putting pressure on you in the backfield on the run D. Um, and I think this is going to be a fun game. Uh, you know, Fort Worth's a hard place to play, especially TCU. It'll probably be a packed house. Um, This is a game that Oklahoma can't afford to lose, to be honest. Because, you know, it it probably, if they lose this game, it probably knocks them out of the chance to get to a New Year's Six Bowl. You're probably going to be knocked down to the Alamo Bowl or or some smaller bowl. So this is a bigger game than many think for Oklahoma. And I think Oklahoma wins this game, and I think they cover the six and a half spread. And the over and under in this game is pretty ridiculous. It's sixty eight point five, ain't that ain't that wild? Yeah. So they're, they're they're thinking this is going to be a shootout. So, but I got Oklahoma win this football game, um, and and covering the spread.
0: All right. Drink. What do you say about this this game?
2: I think Oklahoma wins it, but I don't think they cover. I just think that t c u they'll play they'll play hard, and I think that the uh that that it'll take a little bit to kind of get the confidence back in oklahoma but they'll they'll find a way to win the game uh on the road, but i just i, I don't think they cover the six and a half so
0: all right yeah well you know in this game going. Coming off the loss, I'm going to pick Oklahoma, and I'm going to pick them to cover. I know TCU is uh, a, a pretty good team, pretty decent team, and I'm not going to say they're not, and it is at TCU. Um But I think Oklahoma is going to come out and be a little PO'd, a little pissed off, to be honest with you, from last week. And I think they're going to come out and and play just an all-around – Good game and I I believe this is going to be like a 45 to 20 game or something. That's what I think.
2: So the same like what I was talking about with like the Alabama's, the Alabama game.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, 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 kind of. Yeah, you're right. And I just feel like that's what Oklahoma is going to do with this game. I think they're going to come out and, and, you know, just take it out on TCU. So. Uh, that's what I'm going to say on this. And we've covered 12 games um, for this upcoming week. There is a uh, a whole bunch of games that are like must-see games to watch. Actually, there's a whole lot of early games this week that are must-see to watch, um, I think, if you look at the schedules on these games on Saturday. Is there any games that either one of y'all want to talk about that we didn't mention? Um,
1: not, not right. I mean, Purdue, Minnesota might be one, um, you know, Minnesota's what? Four and oh, ranked 21st. Um, I think they're a 12 point favorite. Um, maybe Illinois Wisconsin. Here's what don't get me. Um, you know, Wisconsin lost that game last week against Ohio State, which, granted, Ohio State was a really good football team. But they're only a seven-point favorite over Illinois. And this is at Madison. I'm really shocked that this game isn't higher because Illinois, the games that I've watched, isn't really a good football team. And that just kind of surprises me a little bit.
0: Yeah, I don't think Illinois is all that good of a football team either, so. I mean, Virginia Tech, North
1: Carolina seems like a decent game. Um, North Carolina, I think, is eight and a half point favorite. Um, Maryland's only a seven and a half point favorite over Michigan State. That's a game I wouldn't touch with a 10 foot pole. Um, granted, Maryland's a better football team, but Michigan State is just so inconsistent. And I don't know how you, I wouldn't know how to pick that game to be honest with you. Um, but as far as that, I mean, there's not a lot of, a lot of the games this week are mostly the, the, the ranked teams. They got the biggest, uh, spotlight this week, is what I should say. And, you know, here's another thing Nebraska's favorite four and a half over Indiana. And Indiana's three and one. Now, somebody explained to me, <laughs> how a team like Nebraska is ranked four and a half over Indiana. Granted, it's a, it's in Lincoln, but how are they with with the with the problems that Nebraska's got?
0: I don't know. And you know, there's some some of these. Texas is favored eight and a half. I know it's at home and they're playing West Virginia, but I mean Texas has not Looked all that great either this year, and they haven't.
1: And you know, and Georgia line has went up to twenty nine. So on Missouri, um, I'm just going to say this, and I, I might catch some flack for this, but that's going to be a bloodbath. Um,
0: which know, one?
1: Georgia and Missouri. It's oh
0: yeah, I think it gonna, is
1: too. It's going to get ugly quick. And you know, I'm not so sure. By the end of the year, that Eli Drinkwitz is even the head coach of Missouri. To be honest,
2: the, the Georgia bloodbath is only a bloodbath if Georgia decides it wants to be a bloodbath.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what happened last was last week the Kent State game. I mean, I just don't think Georgia was into the game to do that last week.
2: Right, and you know maybe because of that, that's why they turn it on and they you know beat down Missouri is because Kent State, you know, kept it – or, yeah, Kent State kept it close for a little while. Um, But, you know, Georgia can pretty much do whatever it is that they want to do.
0: I mean, even the game before that.
2: It'll be a bloodbath.
0: Even the game before that for Georgia, they were ahead 30 to nothing, and then – wind up winning like 33 to nothing and didn't do hardly anything the second half. And they were favored by like 54. I forgot who it was now. Some little school.
2: UAB. It was was UAB. It's not a little school, but UAB. (laughs) That's who it was.
0: I I was thinking it was like Sam Houston state or something, but maybe it wasn't. I don't know.
2: UAB was one of the first three, three games that they played. It wasn't the first one? It was either game two or game three, right? And uh, they beat them like thirty-three to nothing. So yeah, that was yeah. So UAB, uh, which is favored over Rice by ten, which that should happen. Um, yeah, the the Indiana Nebraska thing that's kind of weird. The 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 one and three team is favored by five over the three and one team right Um, that one's that one's just all kinds of weird uh but the the game that i do not want to watch that game i want to watch game i don't want to watch colorado and arizona (laughs) (laughs) i think that might make you want to like claw your eyes out watching that game
1: well speaking of um (laughs) you know football prayers up to tua um they just had to to stretch him out on a stretcher he's going to the hospital um apparently he has got another concussion and his fingers locked up um Uh and they're they had to haul him out on a stretcher and i this is mind-boggling to me i know we're we're getting overtime here but how is he allowed to return after when he got hurt last week? This is a bad look for the Dolphins, man. Um, you know, they let him back in the game last week, and now this um if he's out for a long period of time or even a career ending thing, Dolphins are gonna get sued to the to the ultimate degree.
0: Hmm. All right guys is there anything else we want to add to this um we'll probably do be doing a, a live show Saturday night um do kind of a wrap up after the prime time games and um, hopefully get it out there and have a few people like log on call in and have some comments and and kind of have a wrap up post game show that that john hammonds and i've been doing so we'll probably do that on saturday night um, i hope everybody enjoys the games on i guess i should say thursday night friday and saturday uh, over the weekend and uh hopefully everybody's teams win um drink I, i'm not i'm not so sure about yours but we'll see
2: Hey, if it can, if they can keep it close, then maybe the 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 voodoo magic of Jordan Hare will overcome the voodoo magic. Of I'll just the tell you about and make it as weird as possible. I'm just rooting I, for a weird. I'll just game.
1: tell you the voodoo magic of Jordan Hare is alive and well because it's it's happened too many times. It happened yeah, last we week.
2: They shot our shot with Missouri.
1: Yeah, it
0: happened last week. Yeah. Yeah. And then UK's got a tough game, so we'll see how that game turns out. I may be upset Saturday. I'm not sure.